Man, shut up. Nah, man, don't stay quiet. Spark the convo. You got something to say it on your chest? Spark the convo. New podcast hosted by me, John Trey. We're going to talk about any and everything. No filter. Spark the convo. Even while in traffic, spark the convo. Whatever you want to talk about, we're going to spark that convo. You'll never be able to say what's on your chest or whatever's on your mind. Let's build. Let's agree to disagree. What's good? What's good? Everything's good, my brother. How everything going with you? 
I'm doing all right. I'm doing all right. This is that guy, Rail, from the 313 Podcast. And this is the podcast host, John Trey. Um, just a special interview for me, interviewing somebody I watched and paid attention to. That guy, Rail, from the, from the D, from Motor City, Detroit. Peace. I had to correct you on that. You broke up. You broke up. Say, say that again. I, said I had to correct you on that. It's not the 313 live. It's not the 313 podcast. It's the 313 live show. Three one three live show. My fault. No, my you fault, good. Bro. You good, fam. You good. A couple people makes that mistake. But anyway, how you? How, how's it going with you? Shit, I'm out here, man. You know I'm chilling. I, you know, I said I was gonna give you this interview because I don't give too many interviews to too many people. So you know, you you always roll with me. You've been my day one, one of my day ones, and you roll with me through everything. When everybody told me I was crazy and it wasn't gonna happen. You, you stay with me, and I appreciate that. So I got to give you an interview to get you going. Right, right. I appreciate that. So, um, you uh, you come up in the in Detroit. Say, tell us about yourself. This this is how I roll, but it's a conversation. Just tell some some things about yourself. Well, you as from. everybody know, it's no secret. I'm originally from Brooklyn, New York, Holbrook Evergreen area. Uh, been in Detroit since I was 12. Everybody know that, you know, I lost both my parents at a very young age. Moved to Detroit, you know, with family. And, you know, this is who I am, you know. Um, so all I can tell you on that. <laughs> right, 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 right. So so you basically, you, you from New York, you came up from no. Indeed, though. No doubt, yeah, Detroit right. all the way through, but I don't forget the roots in New York. For sure, for sure, that's good roots because that that let me know about what led to your hip 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 hop scholarship that you got that you you was able to to show people how to do it and how to do this this social media game and, and independently market exactly. yourself. Exactly, you know, and the ownership is is very important. Make sure you own all your masters. Don't nobody own my masters. I own all my master video reels and all my master audios. A lot of podcasters don't even own their masters. They work with other people and the other people own their masters. Like they go through third party stuff, you know what I'm saying? And, and that's that third party on your masters. You ain't got no rights to them. Right, 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 right. You're right about that. You right about that. That's what you were telling me early on. So you know, I'm, I'm I'm getting there. I'm getting to it. I give them a little bit of the, you know, a little bit. But I got a lot of more juice. Got you. Got you. You know, you know how I do. But I wanted to get to you because you, you, you was uh, out here eating, bro. You was out here getting it before the pandemic. Like this way before the pandemic. You been doing it like Joe Button doing. On, on on this audio, well, man. you know, my, my I tell everybody video. my money long money. So 
when I tell these other YouTubers and these podcasters, nigga, I match you dollar for dollar. You put up one dollar, I put up five. And I stand by that because I know what I got and I know where I came from. And everybody that roll with me know who I am and, you know, know what I'm about. So I don't do it in a bragging manner. I do it to, you know, let these other cats know, look, I did this. You can do that. Don't let nobody hold you back. Don't let nobody right. tell you what you can and you can't do. Always stay positive and, you know, always respect others. When you respect, you give respect, you get respect. That's facts. That's facts. You always got to give up what you want back. And um, so let's get to the juicy stuff, you know. What do, what do you think about Vlad? Vlad? I respect yeah. Vlad as being a journalist and a, and, and a YouTuber and a podcaster. I respect his, his gangster. Um, do I think that Vlad is a, a culture vulture, what a lot of people label him to be? No, I don't think he's a culture vulture, but he's a, he's um without these artists going on Vlad's platform, Vlad wouldn't have a platform, so Vlad is just doing what he's doing. Right. Now, the, some of the things that Vlad asked his guests that incriminate to incriminate themselves, I personally wouldn't move like that. But I tell everybody, you can't blame Vlad. You got to blame them rappers that's quick to open their mouths and brag about stuff they have, they've done. If you Like I said, you know me from day one. I tell everybody, the statute of limitation you have to know the statute of limitation on them crimes that you're speaking of. Because if you don't know the statute of limitation, it's a possibility you're going to put your ass in jail. Right, 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 right. Right. I'll be watching out for that, too. So, you know, because I'm very not politically correct. So I, I choose to bite my poison for what I take it. Well, uh, so Vlad, so you say Vlad is not a culture vulture. Nah, you know, I'm going to keep it 100 and keep it real. I don't think he's a culture vulture, but he's making money off of iron culture because guess what? Iron culture allows him to do it. If iron culture, when they reach out, when he reach out right. to them for interviews, they jump on him. You know what I'm saying? You got to look at this Vlad. He's a Russian, Russian American or whatever, but Vlad is, he hot. And you can't take that from him. I don't care what color his skin tone is. He, he hot right now. So if, you know, you can't get with that, I don't know what to tell you. You know, I'm, I'm all about congratulating the next man and, and the next woman at what they do. You know, ain't no hate nowhere in my blood. You know, if you, you, you 100, I'm going to give it to you. I'm not going to fuck with you. So you know why they counseled them, right? Who, Vlad? Well, they ain't counseling. We ain't gonna say counseling, but why they was trying to uh, had a boycott or whatever. Why is that? It's because because he had uh, misquoted the minister, minister Louis Farrakhan, Farrakhan's right. words, you know, you know, and um, literally tried to misquote him and tie him into that whole mechanic stuff and all that with uh, Griff right. and stuff like that. So um yeah, and he missed he did it on purpose. Like you could tell it was intentional. So, you know, Lord Jamar called him out 
uh, Godfrey calling my shout out to Godfrey. Like Godfrey's an, an intelligent comedian. Like mm-hmm. niggas, that's another nigga podcast I fucks with. But um, you um, but that's why they had was fuck not fucking with Vlad though. It wasn't you know all that shit about the uh, rappers and incriminating themselves. I agree with you. That's they dumb ass. Like, you see the questions the nigga asks, you don't have to answer the question. You know what I'm saying? Especially when the nigga's not even in the same room as you. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and you, you talking to a TV screen and You know shit, what? I got know? a white manager, right? No lie. My manager, right. he knows everything about me. He know what I'm going to ask, what I'm willing to answer, what I'm not going to answer. Like, tonight I let him know earlier on, like, hey, I'm going to fuck with my mans. I'm going to do this, you know, do his interview. I don't even need you to be a part of it. I'm going to, you know, I'm going to shoot from the hip with him and do what I do. But anybody else, I make them email him over a copy of all answers. If I don't feel comfortable answering them, I tell them, look, I'm not answering number 10, number 13, none of that. You know, just, you know, I want to know what you're going to put me into, you know what I'm saying, so I know how to come out swinging. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There ain't no setup. It's a conversation, bro. You You know, like yeah, yeah, yeah. So we real. This some real shit right here. This ain't like I ain't nothing written down. You know what I'm saying? It's straight off the top. Me talking to my homie. You know what I'm saying? And I ain't about to get you. You know we real. Real recognize real. I know what to ask and not to ask. You know my questions is more curiosity for myself. You feel what I'm saying? And it ain't it ain't to where it's like anybody. You know mess up anybody's uh, relationship because I've been told about that. Like, cause it's a lot of, I got a lot of home, homies, you know what I'm saying? That's tight with a lot of niggas that I probably don't, you know, I don't, you know, have a good rapport, like even liking like that, but you know what I'm saying? But it, it don't need to right. be said who or nothing. But I, you know, cause I, I know I don't fuck a relationship and it's always exactly. business, right? So, me and you are different. Like that's why I reached out to you because I know, I remember saying you would be one of my first ones. You know what I'm saying? That I step out and and and, and pull out my weaponry. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and just chill with you for a minute and get you know get the real like you know because I know you got a lot of haters. You know because I know about you being there in YouTube as a fan. You know what I'm saying? I was a fan of. Or what you was talking about, your subject was was a, a eye grabber, and nobody wanted to talk about it. And you was talking about it and getting the interviews. You was, you know, you were doing your thing better than everybody else that was trying to do their thing. So, so you know, mine is is sort of like Noriega, Drink Champ. Shout out to y'all. You know, I give my flowers too to the people I I see. You know what I'm saying? That did their thing and still doing their thing. And, and need to be brought attention to, you know, and you want to, you know. So pause in there. I don't know. We lost signal. Ask I don't me know some questions. I know you, you. Go ahead. I want to answer you. <laughs> oh. Okay. So I'm a big fan of pop. Everybody know that if you know me, I'm a fan. Mm-hmm. I'm a pop fanatic. Right. I'm a pop fan. We're not here to 
rile up any dead body. So everybody that do get to hear this uh, from the hoods of LA or whatever, this is just what this is. This is a one-on-one conversation with my homeboy. And this is how I'm going to do it. Like, okay, with the Pac situation. So, you know, right. you got Reggie. All the bullshit with Reggie. No false, doubt. Right? You know what I'm saying? I I, I made a, one, a big mistake. It was two white boys. I won't even say their name. Won't even mention them. Won't give them no shine. None of that. You know what I'm saying? Um, they had Reggie Peg, this, this, this big, bad boogeyman monster, right? Everybody know me that mm. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna back down from nobody. You know when they made production for one gun, they didn't stop making you know productions for another. You bleed like I bleed. You know what I'm saying? You got goons, I got goons. You know what I'm saying? So the situation right, right, was, right. you know, it got serious. With Reggie was going after the white boys. You know what I mean? So the white boys. You know, they was coming to me like, yo, you know, this this guy from Detroit and he's speaking on what iron language. You know, we gotta we gotta align ourselves with this dude, you know what I'm saying? Because if you see and I came out the gate on real shit, going to motherfuckers' houses, knocking on their door, like, yo, what's up? You got something you wanna say? This I'm I'm this is me right here. I ain't that YouTube nigga, that podcast nigga that you gonna talk to and you know, shutting niggas down. And so they saw that. And so they aligned themselves with me, I guess, to make Reggie feel some type of way intimidated or whatever by me. But me and Reggie is one of the same. He don't back down. I don't back down. You know what I'm saying? And it was like, okay, let's do this. So me and Reggie was literally like the beef was on with me and this man for no apparent reason. I mean, he was trying to get my address to come pay me a visit. Right. And I was waiting on him to come pay me a visit. You know what I mean? And, um, yeah, Reggie, talking about Reggie? Me and Reggie got cool, you know what I mean? So I'm I'm gonna give I'm gonna give okay. you I'm gonna give okay. you some knowledge that a lot of people don't know of, right? Okay, that's outside of the circle, that it's not mm-hmm. outside the iron little circle. So, you know, Reggie was trying to get at me, right? So um the realist, death row artist, you know, me and realist is cool. That's the dude that everybody say sound like pop. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and accused him of finishing unreleased Tupac songs, right? So me, yeah. So he yeah, and I, know I the is. we was cool, yeah. and we still is cool. I can pick up the phone right now and call Realist, and it's on. I can pick up the phone, call Daz Dillinger, it's on. So should Should's ex-wife, it's on. You know what I'm saying? And um, Reggie, you know, real the Realist. I did an interview. I had the DOC. Big C Styles and the realest on the interview, right? Shout out to the DOC, the diggity diggity dot. Right. You know, he, he was one of right. my like biggest. Yeah, he was one of, my, you know, one of my first major interviews, yeah, right? And um right. Reggie got in touch with the realist because he heard he was Reggie was he was doing his homework on me. And he heard the interview that I did with realist big C styles and um the DOC. So Reggie called the realist up like, yo, right. you know this nigga? I want this nigga. Put, man, give me this nigga's address, right? So Rillis was like, yo, man, what the fuck? That's my that's my guy. You know what I'm saying? Uh, man, y'all got to get a conversation going. So he, he talked to Reggie or whatever, and he's like, yo, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to smooth this over between y'all. You know what I mean? Let me hit rail up. So Rillis hit me up. 
I'm chilling at the crib or whatever, and um, he like, yo, man, I need to holler at you. I'm like, what up? He's like, yo, Reggie want to get at you. But I, I told him, you know, we ain't going to go that route. Let me holler at you. So he want to, right? So me and Reggie, we had to sit down. I was down for the sit, you know, for the sit down, right? We had to sit down. We had the conversation, right. and you know, we chopped it up and, and squashed the beef, and we've been cool ever since. You know, I was coming. You there? You there? The comment section like, "Oh shit!" When real see this shit, he gonna be mad. And Reggie was like, "Damn." This motherfucker got some power out here. Who the fuck is he? And he's just like, I got to know who I'm dealing with, right? So, you know, we we right. chopped that up. You know, all is good. It was water under the bridge. And, you know, he and I, we, we, we call each other, chop it up. You know, I'm praying for him right now. You know, he just had a bout with COVID. And, you know, he beat that. And everything is good. He done bounced back. So, you know. Okay, okay. So, um, Re- so is Reggie home, home yet? In about a week, but he, he he's he he's off he's off the ventilator. He's at the hospital. He's good. Mm. And I know that. Dang, yeah. No prayers up to uh, Reggie. Man, yeah, man. Because this interview really is shouting out the death row mm-hmm. period. You know, point blank. Me being raised in the West Coast, you know, it's never to slight anybody from the West Coast. I feel like people are celebrating and celebrating everybody's heroics, but they try to leave us out of it, of what Suge Knight did accomplish. Like, Suge Knight accomplished a whole lot, and I don't want that to ever get forgotten. You know what I'm saying? Like, even for Puff Daddy to be who he is today, it's because of Suge Knight. You know what I'm saying? And uh, my boy, uh, Rail know what I'm talking about, you know, as far as should. What, tell tell us a little bit what you done learned about should, you know. Back, should back Knight, then. what I've learned about Suge Knight, and I'm going to keep it 100, I'm going to keep it real. Suge Knight is smart, clever, devious, uh, conniving, slick, <laughs> And I'm not, I'm, I'm not, I'm not dissing right. Suge. Let's, let's be 100%. Let's be, I, I tell it like it is. And if, oh man. Rip. Let me get you to say that one more time. Yeah, this shit. Can you hear me? Yeah, my signal be going okay. out. Good That's my bad. Loud and clear over here. All right, so you said Suge is yes. devious. Deep. Nah. And you're not dissing Suge. Nah, I'm not dissing him. He's he's sneaky. He's conniving. He's going to get what he can. If he can get something out of you, he's going to get it out of you. 
he's going to play you. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, I know both, you know, of Suge as being a good guy, sweetheart guy. And when I say sweetheart, he takes care of his people, take care of everybody around him and surrounding him. But also there's a side of Suge that you don't want to cross. Well, well, like exactly. anybody. Good tell because I feel like with Suge, to me, growing up, you know, perception, I seen kind of like his announcer with Suge was going, they were helping the neighbor, his people, just like together, you know what I'm saying? Pretty much what Big U did at Nip, Nip, at Nip funeral, and all. It, yeah. It's a lot. The people that try to make him like a boogeyman, and right, keep going on with this perception. Like even like the, let's talk straight out of Compton, right? We gonna get to everything. I just want to bounce around a little bit. Like we're straight out of Compton, real. Not at all. Do you believe in your heart? Reggie Wright, Reggie Wright even should not that jumped on easy. It didn't happen. Didn't what, happen. What? This didn't, is the story. What happened? Right. Should right. Went down there to right. holler. So at I just be want get people to know how Dre out of his contract, get the DOC and Michelle A out of their contract because they was coming to Death Row. Should cannot put Death Row together. If Dr. Dre was not a part of that, Jimmy Iovine was not giving up that money. He needed Dre. Dre was the me- Dre was the big piece right. that he needed to complete. So his, he needed you know, Dre to complete what he was trying to do, and he did it. And that should tell you why Shug went up there of his of the way they was perceiving him, like, you right. know, portraying him in the movie, oh. or why he wanted questions answered. You know, shout out to Shug, man. Keep your head up, Shug. You know what I'm saying? Big Shug, big Shug. His story need to be told. They, they, I feel like they silenced my nigga. He can't really speak for my nigga Pac for real. You know, tell them how you think him and Pac's relationship was. Because you, you talk to a lot of niggas, bro. Like, niggas don't, I don't think these niggas know how many niggas you done talk to. Well, let, like, Daz right. is like shit, let, bro. Let you can't you get no closer to that damn Pac than Daz. How we got together. You know what I'm saying? How we started Daz? talking on the phone and doing interviews, right? Daz and Reggie Wright Jr., he couldn't, they couldn't get along, right? Because Let's just keep it 100. Let's be real. Reggie fucked dad's baby mama. I'm going to say allegedly to that, right? But everybody that they they know that they know the MO to it. So I'm just going to, I'm going to say allegedly because I don't really know. I just know what was told to me by more than one person. So, um, I was, that's, this is when I was on my fuck Reggie Wright shit, you know what I'm saying? And dissing Reggie, Daz Dillinger came across one of my videos, right? And I was breaking down indictments. This is when Reggie had got indicted by the feds because, you know, I know the law. So I was breaking down the law and letting everybody know that Reggie basically wasn't going to jail. What they had, he didn't because everybody accused him of killing Tupac. 
And it was nothing in the indictment because I read the indictment that there was nothing in there listed about Tupac, right? So I was breaking it, breaking down the conspiracy law, the RICO Act, all right. this shit, right? So Daz Dillinger was on his live watching my video, playing my video in the background and took his camera phone and turned the camera on to me mm. on my channel and told everybody that nigga know what he talking about right here. He know what he talking about. Yeah. I think I remember that. That was on the ground. I, I, went, I used to, be, yeah, I used I to watch Dad's live in the morning. There, and that's how he grew my audience. Helped grew my audience. Right. So, um, I was, one day I was talking shit about Daz and he be watching my right. shit. So I was talking like, yeah, Daz Dillon just scared to give me that interview and he was in the audience and he's like, I ain't scared, homie. Here, here but here's my, here, give me your email address. I gave him my email address and he gave me his phone number and bam, it was on and popping from there and that's when y'all got that classic interview. That I did with him. Now, far as Suge and Tupac, um, that's at the three one three live show. Tell them where you know, they tell them where they can right check that out. I'm in the process of of working real world podcast. That's my new solo podcast, and I'll tell y'all about that a little bit later on in the interview. But back to your question with Suge and Pac. Suge and Pac was cool. Suge and Pac had a big brother little brother relationship. Shook Pac was not about to leave death row when he got killed. Um, Pac had said to many people that they told him, Well, you know, you his own ex Sharitha is his ex wife now, but she was his wife, I mean, Shook's wife at the time. And um, she said, Somebody said something about, you know, when you sign right. with Shook, you just sign with the devil or something like that. I forgot exactly how she said it. And her exact words was Tupac looked and said, hey, right. everything he promised me, he's gave me. As long as he treat me good, I'm going to treat him. I'm, 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 I'm good. I'm going to stay right here with death row, right? So a lot of people don't understand that right. money was not recouped on Tupac's end, but Tupac didn't owe a lot of money that death row said that they, he owed. So, you know, it was a, a big thing about the money situation, you know. Right. And let me, I'm going to clear that mm -hmm. up right now. <laughs> I'm going to just dig because I'm, I'm mm -hmm. older now. <laughs> and I watched it as a child, you know, growing up. And this is West Coast history. Everybody knows about the Bronx. You know the history of hip hop. We know that, but this is West Coast, exactly. which I claim to be gangster rap. But this is West Coast hip hop, right? This is West Coast hip hop history. So, with Death Row, like Death Row was major, bro. Like when Dre dropped the Chronic, bro. Exactly. When Dre left Easy. It was like over for the like the NWA thing, because for forever for in a day, everybody just know Compton. You know what I'm saying? So when Dre left NWA. It like opened up the way for Cali, like for, for Southern Cal. Like you got to know Cube left. Right. So Cube was claiming where he from. He know Cube from LA. He from South Central. You know what I'm saying? He from where I'm from. You know what I'm saying? So he was able to to carry that torch. 
you know, Q for a while. Then you got Snoop from Long Beach. People needed to know, like, these are cities in, in, in California. This ain't no just blocks. These are cities like Long Beach, Compton, you know, Inglewood. All these are cities, you know what I'm saying? Los Angeles, you know, L.A. County. So, you know, it, it, and with with, with Shug it, it, and that exactly. money, niggas was catching cases, bro. <laughs> right. Niggas was catching cases of fighting cases, right? So, so you got Snoop uh-huh. beating the murder charge. He had Johnny Cochran, which was probably going for a high price at that time. So you got Tupac, uh-huh. who you just bailed out, still fighting the case, still fighting another case over here in Georgia, still fighting right. this case. You know, he's fighting all these cases, and these lawyers need to be paid. You feel what I'm saying? And the and 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 I, that's where I feel that was with that. That's why Tupac was content with what mm-hmm. he was given. Anything he asked for, he asked for his mom to have a house. She still had that house. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Like right. Two of them really. <laughs> they had exactly. one in Atlanta. They had one in Atlanta. So they yeah, she, even in, though um, even after Tupac Carolina. died, you know there was rumors that oh should threw her out. No, she owned them houses until the she sold. The house in Atlanta, if I'm not mistaken, to Young Noble from uh, Wannabe Outlaw, um, and um, she um, still had the other one in North Carolina until <laughs> the day she passed away. <laughs> yeah, Wannabe Outlaw. Come on, man. Hold on, man. You know you what? Said, Let me be tell outlaw. you a story about this this kid, right? Noble. <laughs> Name one song other than Hail Mary that he was on with Tupac. And he was not originally on Hail Mary. Gun allegedly from Gonzo's own mouth, he was the original person on Hail Mary, and they took his verse off and put Noble's voice um verse on there, right? Um when I was going that um Noble kind of hard, mm. you know, a few years ago, him and Edie. They was they was feeling that shit, man. They was feeling that shit, and 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 I was all over the internet. I, I blew up off of that, going at these cats, right? And uh, I did that. That Tupac's family members was like, "Yo, man, you know, get at these cats for us." You know what I mean? And um, that's that's a story. A little bit later on, I tell you about me interacting with Tupac's family. They called me. I didn't even reach out to them. They reached out to me. Called me. So um. I was basically ripping Noble up. Noble right. wanted to have a sit down with me, yo. He was like, he was, he wanted me to meet this kid at his bar over on the west side, right? And the kid called me up like, yo, you know, uh, Noble want to have a sit down at my bar. I was like, is he going to be there? And he's like, no, nah, he's going to, he's going to call you on my phone and you know, y'all need to have a conversation. And I was like, man, fuck Noble. I ain't finna come have no motherfucking phone conversation <laughs> with Noble. I was like, the exact same way that you picked up the phone and you dialed my number, tell that bitch-ass motherfucker to call my number. And I said it just like that and hung up the fucking phone. And guess what? Noble never called. My man's never called back. None of that, right? So, you know, these niggas are some fake, fraudulent motherfuckers. They just, you know, ran across somebody that's really, you know, about that life if it had to be come down to it, you know.
Man, so Napoleon. what about uh, my boy Napoleon? That's who no, I he's not with all that. He, he, he don't even go by the Napoleon. name Napoleon no more. Napoleon he's Muta. That's that. his name, Muta. Yeah, Muta. He he he's cool. Right. You know he. Muta. Um, I'm doing you know, a lot. He, 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 he doing him. You know what I'm saying? He making money. He moved out of the country. He's making money. He's eating good. He's on. He on a couple um coffee um something franchises and. You know he, yeah. Shout out Big Muta. Yeah. You know, and he he's still he's yeah, still around. Him. Shout out you know, he's not a he's not an outlaw no more. He don't claim that. Uh-huh. And uh, Muta, I got mad respect for him because he was on all the Tupac's big hits. He was on Hit 'Em Up. He was on Meg Niggas. Um, when we ride, he was on a lot of that shit. You know what I'm saying? So I I, I rise with him. Noble, I would never respect Noble. I would never fuck with Noble. Noble was a known dope fiend. And, you know, I would never respect him. Right, right, right. right. Yeah, I don't like, I don't really like him either, though. No doubt. I kind of agree with you with the wannabe spark, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, man. So what? Uh, what's up with uh? Uh, one time with, briefly uh, with Reggie on the phone. Did you ever get to talk you know, with Reggie, Muta? You know, was on the phone and he made it happen. No, Reggie's okay, good. Okay, now. Okay, He'll be okay. home. Reggie, you know, Reggie. So Re- Reggie coming home therapy, though. He just been you know, sick. He's good. Gangster Chronicles all day. Gangster Chronicles. That's 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 shout out to that podcast too. Over there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shout out to them. Man, because we need Suge Knight's story to be told the right way. Like, I don't know. Dad said he got well, a story you know, I don't know. I don't, trusting he's gonna tell it the right way. Uh-huh. Because people don't a lot of people don't know. He can ask Dash this. Mm-hmm. Daz got them reels because it was at a point in time when Suge got locked up, when when Tupac got killed, yeah. Daz Dillinger was CEO of Death Row. Daz Dillinger was the CEO of Death Row. A lot of people don't even know that. Like that, like even when Snoop dipped out and went to No Limit, like it was good for mm-hmm. Snoop, but Snoop was supposed to be the head of Death Row, but. He dipped out, so you know it was a lot of animosity with that. People don't know, know even the politics of that, you know. And this is just stuff from growing up out there, just knowing, you know, shit that 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 was going on back then, you know, and stuff about Dre. Like, I don't even want to speak on <laughs> Dre him about that life. That's all we're gonna say. No, dis- no disrespect to Dr. Dre. <laughs> You know, Dr. Dre hears everything that we say, and, you know, he listens to it all, and, you know, man, love Dr. Dre, you know, I never dissed Dr. Dre, uh, never said said anything vile about him, you know, he's, you know, he, 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 he wasn't with that, you know, he said it. 
that was yeah, Hollywood. That, that wasn't that Drake with that shit. Man. You, you, you know and I both know bullshit in if Dr. Dre punched a blood member in the face, you know that he would have been, they would have killed his ass right there in Death Row Records off. Let's be real now. Come on. That was, that was, they dramatized that shit in the, for the movie. Let's just be real with that, homie. Yeah, I don't be uh. Yeah, Dre yeah, be the woman ass, Dre. and I don't. I don't respect that. Dre be be the woman ass quick. Like, um, Dre, like I say, man, I, I I really ain't got no beef with Dre. <laughs> Um, I can't really say too much negative about Dre. You know, Dre, his own man. and Oh, yeah, he's a legend. You got to respect it. We got to respect it. Nah, Dre, you know, Dre a legend. He gave you a lot of he good music. You got to go stuff. back to the world-class wrecking crew days before you turn off the light. He gave you all that shit. Come on, now. You got you to gotta respect that before he gave us gangster music. You know, right. Dre the one that right. he was the first one that told you, hey, don't, don't, you, you don't right. make their right. eyes right. wet, right. you make their panties wet. You know, that's what he said. <laughs> would you say, what, so uh, what, you, what would you say about Diddy biting Dre's stab? Well, it, Diddy, like Diddy, how can Diddy I say about Diddy? The, the creator what I say about of the Diddy remix. is, right. by me being cool with Gene Deal, you know, Dr- Diddy, I look at him in in a different light, you know, because I he's not an honorable man to me, because you know he you know he he done a lot of shit, you know, and he knew about the mm. he knew about I'm I'm, I'm gonna say alleged I'm mm. saying allegedly, you know what I'm saying because you know I want no 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 law coming down, say it. but he he allegedly. Everything. He, 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 he knew, knew about that, everything. what was gonna happen when the night Tupac got killed. He knew about that. He 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 allegedly knew about that. He allegedly gave the dude the bag, the half a million dollars <laughs> that didn't get get to the crip niggas. His homeboy allegedly took the five hundred thousand dollars and allegedly started his own bar in, in in New York with it. Oh, this is allegedly. I'm saying allegedly because you know. You know, hey, his money longer longer than mine and the lawyers. You know it. I mean, yeah. I we know if, if you know listen, if you know the history, you know the names. You know what I'm saying? He said one name. If you bet if you ain't watched Gene Deal's story, you need to go watch Gene Deal. And what I'm telling you is that niggas already knew. Mm-hmm. Nigga had to sacrifice. Mm-hmm. So so guess what? A nigga old huh? niggas, a, a reputable set, some money. And you got to come to Cali yeah. to make money. Guess what? You bring nigga, that's his sacrifice was biggie. I'ma go ahead and say it. This is my beef well, with that, the nigga. And you know did, how I know? Because the nigga know he owned that, that, the that rights didn't to last Biggie's music. Because Mrs. Wallace got all the rights back Biggie to sold it for music after he died. So she owns... That's one thing. Shout out to Mrs. Wallace, Biggie's mom, because she got mm-hmm. his 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 estate. And and I, and I hate to say this because Pac is, is my favorite rapper over Big, and he's a legend. Both of them legends in their own mind, their own right. But Pac's mom, look at Pac's estate. It's messy. It's it's all over the place. Uh, why would you take thirteen songs from Machiavelli that was not that was hands on fully it. 
fully recorded, mixed and mastered, and take those songs and break them up and, and put them on different songs. Why would you do that? That was dumb. You get that whole album up. You know what I mean? So look at Pox Estate. It's very messy. Look at how Mrs. Wallace handled Biggie's right. estate. His estate is not watered down. You don't see too much of anything of Biggie's being used and nothing, but you see Tupac is saturated everywhere. So, you know, she's preserving she her son's a, legacy a little bit more better than Pac's family. She had a lawsuit. His. Yeah, she had a lawsuit. Yes, she did. She did. Shout out to, to Miss Wallace and rest in peace to Biggie and Pac. Yes, I did. So about Pac, right? Let's get on Pac. Because you did a lot with Pac, you know? And like, um, I salute you for it, bro. Like, this is what drew me to you because nobody was telling the truth. And the same way Daz pointed to you, I'm a, I'm a, a fan of these dudes that was growing up in that time. And I was kind of a little bit outside, so I knew mm-hmm. a lot. I knew a lot because I knew people who was around a lot. So, you know, right. I, I heard what you was doing, and it was kind of the truth more than the other niggas. I ain't even gonna say the other dudes' name. You know, the white boys. You know, they making money off my dude, but it's it's cool. I wanted to talk about this, and I'm glad you called because we coming up on um, mm-hmm. Nip. You know, being being assassinated the way he was assassinated, and how these rappers are lately. Mm-hmm. That the streets is coming at the artists as hard. It's like we're not having artists no more. So, Tupac was. Yeah, can Tupac we say had Tupac the had the blueprint? Every, a lot of rappers game. today, you can listen to their style and they flow that they got that from Tupac. You got to look at the rappers you see today with all these tattoos and calling themselves thugs that came from Tupac. Rappers wasn't wearing, wasn't wearing tattoos and calling themselves thugs before Tupac did that. Niggas wasn't even wearing bald heads before Tupac started wearing bald heads. You saw no lie. Niggas wear bald heads now nah, because of that dude. Yeah, the, the the bandanas, all that, you know what I mean? Right. So niggas wasn't even. Yeah, my thing is, um, he, he, he set the trend for a lot of trench. stuff. And the I, I want to say I'm trench. happy that you brought up Nipsey Hussle mm. because you know the alleged killer. Well, we I'm I'm just gonna say alleged killer. You know, and we all know he, he did it, but I'm gonna say alleged. You know, for lawsuit purposes, um, Eric Holder. A lot of people, I had so many death threats on my life when I did the air, when I grabbed Eric Holder and and put, you know, to do his interview, right? And I had to make a video back and was like, okay, what y'all think I'm going to do where y'all coming to get me? Y'all think I'm just going to sit there? But then when they saw they saw them guns, you know, it was like, okay, well, this guy ain't got to fuck with. So then all them death threats went away, and niggas started coming over to the other side, like, yo, okay, we, we feel why you doing what you did. You know what I'm saying? Niggas going to test you before you, you know, you got to let them know that you ain't pussy, and I ain't pussy. So um, a lot of people was asking me, how did I get Eric Holder? Because a lot of people couldn't get Eric Holder, right? So... 
what I did was I wrote money a letter. You know what I mean? And um, mm-hmm. I, I put some money on his books. You know what I mean? And you know, the nigga didn't call. He ain't write none of that, right? So one of my homies, he was in jail down there because he was being extradited back here to, to Michigan on a drug case, right? And, and Detroit wanted him, so they was coming to get him, right? So um, I was asking him, I was like, yo, what's up with that kid Eric Holder that killed Nipsey Hussle? Is, you know, is, is he in, in protective custody? What's up with him? Right. He's like, no, that dude up here living like a king, man. He's like, dude ain't on the protective custody. Who told you that lie? I was like, well, that's the word that's going on. He on protective custody, right? So um, I was like, yo, can you get in touch with the nigga? You know, can you holler at him? And he was like, yeah, you know, I'll holler at him for you, right? So he made it possible for me to holler at Eric Holder. Eric Holder hit me up, you know, and was like, yo, you know, I appreciate what you did with this. You know, I give you an interview, but I can't give you an interview until after my trial. And, you know, I was like, all right, cool. I, I fucks with you on that, my guy. And um, I put that little 50-second clip of, of me and this dude talking from a prison phone, right? And I'm all over BET. I'm all over Vibe Magazine. I'm all over um, shit, rap, everything. I mean, real world podcast. They blew me up before I even was ready to get started. You know what I mean? And they just blew me up. The I want to shout out BET and BET News because they had me on there for about three nights straight. They had my shit on with the new edition story about the Eric Holder, right? I'm like, yo, I'm getting this type of attention. So that's where the people start coming right. in and, and watching, you know, it's like, yo, who the fuck is this real world podcast guy? You know what I mean? And uh, shit, still the same guy from 313 Live Show. I'm just solo now. So, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm giving it to you. I'm giving, I'm giving all this to you. I'm dropping all these jewels on you. Man. Congratulations, congratulations, bro! Cause I've been the support. Like I said, like I got, I, I got shout out to KK, you know, out there in the D, mm-hmm. in Detroit. You know what I'm saying? She been looking out for me. You know, I've been driving for a minute on my whack 100. Yeah, I did shit, an interview you know. whack 100. Yeah, speak of whack. So let, you did an interview with whack, didn't you? Yeah, she did. I remember that interview with whack. Right? So with whack 100. What's up with him? <laughs> like yeah. night, night, night. Even on no, no mm-hmm. set, set tripping. Nah, cause I got to put it out there because I'm from over there. Not on no set tripping shit. I know where you from, Carmen. I, I got mm-hmm. you. But like to right. say, I mean, everybody got an opinion. Respect a man's opinion. But why why he poke that pot well, so much if he's so is a person is real. up underneath he's shoes speak like his he mind no matter what. He don't care who he don't care whose feelings he hurt. And he didn't care that he was hurting Tupac fans no or fan base when he was just, you know, telling you the truth. Tupac was not a gangster. And Tupac even said himself right. he wasn't a gangster. So so Wack One Hundred just, you know, every you know, some of the younger generation right. had it mistaken that Tupac was a gangster. He was Mob Pyru when he wasn't Mob Pyru. You know, MOB is is um 
member of, that that's member of blood, you know what I'm saying? And Tupac took MOB that's and flipped other it around the money over bitches, you know what I'm saying? So, right. but you know, the, you know, pe- the Pyru, some of them was even saying right. money over bitches, but you know, mob is mob, people, you know. So a lot of people, some people, if you know this, like Mob James was disappointed. He was upset that Suge Knight and the, uh, the rest of the Pyrus let Tupac even get a MOB tattoo. He was like, nah, no, Tupac didn't put in work for that. He, he he don't deserve to wear that. And you can't and you can't say Mob James was a hater. You can't say he was wrong. He was he's an old school gang nigga. You know what I mean? And that's how they really truly feel. He didn't put in no work, so he shouldn't be wearing that MOB tattoo. So that's just how he felt about that. You know, me, I like Pop took MOB and named it Money Over Bitches. You know, hey, shout out to him. You know, real talk. R.I.P. the Pop and shout out to him. I mean, Pox, I'm gonna say because yes, I say Pox, Pox loyalty, loyalty got him killed, killed you know, and lo- Pox ignorance yeah. got him killed, and uh, I, I'm I'm gonna say that the whole night was Actually, dumb, yeah, and I fact, even asked Reggie and everybody yeah. that night Tupac got killed. Reggie mm-hmm. was the security had the security. Why in the fuck y'all got y'all number one? Rap artists selling and making a million dollars a week, getting involved in gang shit. They had nothing to do with him running up to a a known killer and punching him in the mouth and then stomp him and with with them mm. stomping him. Right. That was just out of line. If that was Suge Knight, should not have allowed that. Suge Knight should not have allowed that. That was his top selling artist. Why would With hard bottles. Yes, go ahead. Say this. Go ahead. But can we say this? Can we say this? Let's say this. Loyalty and ignorance. Because, like I said, Pac's loyalty, mm-hmm. right? And loyalty and ignorance. I love Pac. Mm-hmm. I don't care how anybody say, maybe can't tell me shit about Tupac. Mm-hmm. He jetted off so quick. You feel what I'm saying? Like at that time, like in LA, that's that's what it was. Like bomb first on site. When you mm-hmm. say on site, you bomb first. Feel me? Like he made that song bomb verse, which is like the bomb verse. Yeah, like, rapping, but he was me. He was really talking LA lingo. Right. You know what I'm saying. I mean, he taking off first on these niggas. You know what I'm saying? Like. I don't know, but he just jetted off so quick. I think it shocked Suge and everything. Right. Because if you look but, at Suge, Suge But really here's my thing with that, right? You can you can look at it many ways as possible. You feel me? Now like, let's get to the, the ignorance part of it. Why would you have y'all be riding around mm-hmm. in a fucking beamer, right. no tenant windows, all your guys behind you, nobody mm. got the vehicle surrounded. No weapons, no none of that, right? Well, Tupac and Suge had, uh, I'm gonna say allegedly, no weapons, though. Say allegedly, I'm, I'm not, I'm not, had guns into in the BMW, but they couldn't get to them because they was in the hidden compartment block box of the Beamer, right? So, why would you have not right. have your windows tinted? You got the motherfucking richest, mm-hmm. the well, not the richest, but the the number one top selling artist 
at this time in America, selling sell, making you a million dollars a week, and you mean to tell me you can't have him better security, bulletproof cars, and all that around him? You can't have that. Well, you could, you could, but they could have, but they didn't, because once again, that's the they ignorance could, of hey, we mind, we don't need that. And Pac was under that false intent that he was mine. Mm. You know what right. I'm saying? So, no, he was just Tupac. He wasn't mob. And that guy, his mm-hmm. loyalty and ignorance got him killed. Am I calling Tupac ignorant? No, I'm not calling him ignorant because he was a very smart and intelligent young black man. But... Man, he de- I'm going to tell you what Tupac, why he's just smart and intelligent. Exactly. Man. People would say niggas done been disrespecting my nigga's name. I don't give a fuck if he ain't gangster or not. To me, the nigga gangster. And when I mean gangster, I mean that nigga was him regardless. Any any situation, Tupac was him. You know what I'm saying? Whether it was with the law, whether it was these niggas hating on him. You know what I'm saying? He stayed himself 100%. That's why niggas wanted to goddamn take his head off so bad. Cause he was just himself, you know what I'm saying? Most of love niggas so much. Nah. He was a regular nigga, regular niggas, you know. And, and you can hate Tupac. Tupac really intentions was to start a revolution, but John and John uh-huh. missing hard enough until he was gone. Right, Same right. thing for Biggie. Like, but 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 but, not. but yeah, let's 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 go back Biggie to the ownership, right, of your master, right? <laughs> We gonna jump. We 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 jumping around the board, right? Your ownership of your masters are very important. Do you all you see the the catalog that I have with everybody I've I've ever interviewed? You see my catalog, right? I done I done had individuals offer me money for my master recordings. And you know, I turned them down. The money that they were offering, I would not tell it, say what it was. But it, it was mm. all right. If you're going to offer me that, what is these recordings going to be worth down the line? You know what I'm saying? That you want them. That you want to, the master reels, uh-huh. you want them mm-hmm. to edit my voice out, put your voice in to make it seem as you the one that did this interview. Or Whatever you gonna do, whatever you want to mm. do with them, you know what I'm saying? No, my my masters yeah. is, is my masters, and that's why I'm telling you, bro. You you got you got a lot coming your way, and you got you you gonna have people hitting you up for interviews, and you are gonna hit people up for interviews, and you are gonna get some nice interviews. So make sure, bro, that you start recording your stuff, get your masters together. I'll teach you how to do that so you can can do what you need to do. And with the masters, what's beautiful, right? I'm going to take some of my masters and I'm going to put some of those interviews on Real World Podcast. I'm going to re-release them. And um, like the the interview, like all the interviews I did alone, I'm going to re-release them on RWP. And um, yeah, like the the one I did with Keisha Cole's brother, Nutso. No, that's gangster. That was a three-part yeah. series. You, you know that 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 interview, right, that right, interview right. pushed me to a million downloads. 
That was a three part series, shit. and you he was giving you some real gangster <laughs> shit on, on Tupac and right. just Suge, his sister Keisha Cole, everybody, right? People wanted that interview. People was was trying to get that interview. You know what I mean? And people was like, yo, let me buy the catalog. You ain't finna buy my catalog. Get right. the hell out of here. You know, when you got that type of look at look at my catalog. My catalog, I got Fiend from No Limit Records. Um, I got um Alonzo Williams mm. from World Class Wrecking Crew. I got um Mm-hmm. Now that's a hey, you hear me? Mo, hey, Mo, that's Mo. one. That's one I need to have on Spark the Combo. Along, yeah, Zoe. Zoe is the beginning. Zoe. And he tells you so many stories, easy Zoe e all up in my interview. Then you gotta look. At, I got the, the whole beginning. Death Row family. I got Danny Boy. You remember? I got Danny Boy yeah. who sing on Tupac. Yeah. I ain't mad at you. I got got him, and then. He nah, hit you with a Yeah, yeah I got you. I got to get y'all to you sit have, down and squash that. You have beat, to get man. us to squash it first. Yeah, because <laughs> because Danny boy, like even my whole yeah. joke to this day, because like I got people in Vegas. He got a restaurant in Vegas. I know. Listen, listen, people, because mm-hmm. this is this is the what sparked the convo. Is this is situations I catch myself in. Just being me, man. I just keep being me. So the whole Danny Boy situation is the whole yeah. Instagram shit. This Instagram shit to get you into some shit, right? Literally, mm-hmm. no, no, not not partaking to what Danny Boy likes, but not talking about shit. You know, literally shit. But you know, get you into some shit. But I'm a um tell y'all about that when we get right back after the next after hey, hey let's do let's do this Bruh, give, me about, real quick. give me about I'm a about half hour to an hour link. and i'm gonna make it to the house and i'm gonna take the next link and we can go on, on to continue all right I- i'm on you baby i got you all right for sure family all right make sure you stay up i'm up all right for sure stc spark the convo hello I can hear you, brother. What's up? Yeah, yeah, man. I had the truck stop. I had to find somewhere to park. Okay. Do you think, baby? You good? How you doing today? 100% great. I want to finish this up, man, because we um, did contact on the first part. Okay. Um, Touch bases on a lot of things. Yes, yes. Death Row, he did interviews with, um, he basically was touching base on how you went viral. With the, um, that Nipsey Hustle thing, yeah. The, um, Eric Holder video, um, interview I did. Well, I didn't really get a chance to do it, Chet, because he wanna, um, Wait till after his case is done, you know what I'm saying? And he was just saying, basically, he going to tell you, you're going to see everything in, in trial. And, I'm, you know, that was pretty much that. So, me personally, I'm like, well, damn, nigga, you shot the boy Nipsey Hussle dead in broad daylight, allegedly. So, what more can you, you got to go to court for? I don't understand it. Why we got to wait? Let's get it. That's what I was thinking. 
Right, right. On camera, supposedly, right? Yeah, he he's on. Yeah, got they got surveillance video footage of it. Yeah, you know COVID, and they want to make sure that he get a, um, you know, good trial lawyer and all that, you know, stuff. That's a part of the legal system. So, got to be done. Guilty or not guilty, he's you know, entitled to a fair trial and a, a legal right. defense. What you think about that case? What I think about that case, man, you know, it's not what you know, it's what you can prove. I always say that, you know, we can know that he did it, but can we prove that he did it? You know what I'm saying? Outside of that video, what's on the video? You know, what really happened beforehand, you know, to make him do that and make him act like that? That's right. the real question, you know. Was it premeditated? Yeah, was it, you know, straight just straight from the hip and did what he had to do? Which, you know, I, I um, you know, I, I don't honestly think that it was warranted to kill, you know, Nipsey Hussle, me personally, you know. Um, I'm not, I, I didn't even really know who Nipsey Hussle I mean, we don't broke up. Hello? Yeah, you there? You there? Yeah, can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you now. Yeah, I broke up for a quick second. As I was saying, I just remember him as a... You know, what the stuff of that nature, and he, he tried to... I remember him as who I remembered him as, but after he got killed, I go and um stream his music. You know, I, I'm not the type of guy I've always said if I ain't know who you was before you died, I'm not finna go jump on the bandwagon and listen to your music because you're dead. You know, and um I hear a lot of his music. It's good music. When I'm at the barber shop, my barber, that's all he has on repeat. Nipsey Hustle, Nipsey Hustle, Nipsey Hustle. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, I just listen to it while I'm there, you know. Hello? Hello? Man, shut up. Nah, man, don't stay quiet. Spark the convo. You got something to say it on your chest? Spark the convo. A new podcast hosted by me, John Trey. We're going to talk about any and everything. No filter. Spark the convo. Even while in traffic, spark the convo. Whatever you want to talk about, we're going to spark that convo. You'll never be able to say what's on your chest.
or whatever's on your mind. Let's build. Let's agree to disagree. Yes, I got it, go and get it Don't try to hold me 